Welcome to episode three of Inside Arcs. It's your host, Ryan Pinnell. SKD, unfortunately, had a family emergency, will not be on tonight's podcast. Hope everything's going okay with USK. Uh, we have a lot of great content, great sections tonight. Of course, the joke of the week by Kenzie. Uh, we have trivia by Tom Sears. Uh, myself, Seth Dub, and K Harvick fan. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the next gen practice today uh, that will continue tomorrow. You have the trivia question worth $15. That will be on tonight's podcast as well. Um, just a lot of really good stuff, a lot of fun um, talks, a lot of fun trivia. It's going to be a really, really good night. may not be quite as put together uh, as I'm doing it from my computer. Uh, my internet's not the best, so quality may not be the best, but uh, we still appreciate y'all listening, and uh, we will jump right in. Again, we apologize if it's not as put together as when SK's here. Hopefully he'll be back next week uh, so this thing can be a little more professional sounding. Uh, but that should do it for my intro. We'll jump straight into the next section. We hope y'all enjoy Inside Arcs. Back with our next segment. We're going to talk a little bit about the next-gen practice today at Charlotte. Um, they started uh, early this morning. Uh, I got Seth and K Harvick fan here with me. Uh, again, SK had to deal with a family emergency unfortunately so he's not here with us tonight uh, we hope everything's going good with you sk uh, we have you in our thoughts and prayers but uh, let's talk a little bit about next gen seth uh, we know as i'm sure most everyone knows the three car was completely demolished uh, and <laughs> several other cars uh, i know i've watched denny hamlin spin out uh, i believe william byron also had a, had a spin uh, but just kind of talk about uh, what happened, and we'll just kind of spitball. You know, it's kind of just an open session. I know that uh, you mentioned you wanted to kind of have this, and I think it's a good thing to, to add, you know, even though it's not technically ARCs. I mean, it's still NASCAR, and it's it's what we all love. But, man, those cars looked like they were a handful today. Yeah, um, they did look. They did look like a handful, Ryan. And sorry, hard fan. Yeah. Um, just you know, I, I'm conflicted about it. Just starting off with the handling thing, um, a couple layers to that. Um, you know, it, it, a lot of the drivers just in our short media sessions today. I was in a bunch of meetings at work today, and so I was able to listen with my AirPods and stuff like that. And a lot of them saying, you know, these hard, these cars are harder to drive, and and that those statements um, came to life when you got guys like Denny Hamlin, William Byron, Austin Dillon spinning out. But then I go and watch. Um, if you want to go watch it, NASCAR posted about a five to eight minute video, I think it was, of Ricky Stenhouse's onboard um, running laps. Um, you know, the cars looked. 
fairly simple to drive. I mean, you're holding it wide open. Now, obviously, those were fresh tires. Uh, it was the middle of the day. It was probably good, good conditions. Um, but from that standpoint, you know, is it, are they hard to drive, or was it driver error just trying to learn the race car, or maybe the way Hendrick or Hendrick and RCR and Gibbs maybe pushing it a little bit more than JTD? G, just because they have the money to push it a little bit more? Um, I don't know. Um, as far as the speed goes, I know a lot of people are concerned about the speed. Um, I think with the, the way NASCAR is putting more short tracks and road courses on the schedule, put 750 back in the race cars. Put yes. the horsepower back in the race cars. Yes. Um, there's, there's no need to slow them down when you're going to slower tracks already. I know they already. I know they already race the 750 at, at the speed at the short tracks in, in road courses. But I know they're thinking about coming to like a universal 660 number or something like that. I heard. I heard 670 um, in the coming years. So, um, but I think at the mile and a half. I mean, hell, right now the trucks are probably going to be matching speeds. Um, right now, and Xfinity cars will probably be faster than the Cup cars right now. Just judging off of speeds today, I will say this: um, we need to wait till all the testing is done. Speeds always go down. Um, well, speeds pick up and times go down um, and get better as testing goes on. Um, it's the middle of November. I'm sure temperatures are going to be great for. A little bit colder air produces a little bit more horsepower. So um, whenever whenever those dri- – I do think some of these drivers are trying to be a little bit careful. Yes, you had the spins, um, but, you know, there's guys still at the shops right now as we speak building more race cars, um, trying, trying to get ready for it. Um, an interesting thing, though, and then I'll pass it on. So I do think speeds will go down, and then we can kind of evaluate it from there. Um, I'm still not happy with the 550 package. Put the speed back in the cars in general. One more interesting thing I'd, I'd have NASCAR consider. Screw the damage clock policy. Yes. If Austin Dillon and everybody can go put clips back, if they have the ability to drive the car back within the hour or two or three hours, however long it took, it was fairly quick turnaround from when he wrecked. Um, if you can take the clips off these cars and they are clips and then snap on another clip, put, put some of the, let these guys go to the garage, fix these race cars. If you're worried about like cars beating speed and everything like that, um, for something other than mechanical, then here's your answer right here. They're still going to go a butt ton of lap down but they're not going to be like the modifies running around there holding up traffic like you're afraid. Um, so I don't see the need for a damage clock policy. If putting on clips and stuff like that was as what the three teams showed today, but I'll let uh, K Harvard fan say a little bit. About oh, yeah. I, I think that's an interesting, uh, you know, kind of thing. And, and I'll say this as well. It kind of reminds me a little bit of sports cars because the, the sport IMSA and stuff is kind of like that. There's just you clip, clip and go. Uh, it, it obviously you don't, it's not as simple as I just made it sound, but 
you know, it's it doesn't take as long as, as having to go in and beat everything out. Now, you're still going to have – you can't just go clip the suspension, obviously. You knock the toe out of the car. You're still going to knock the toe out of the car. That's, you know, that's hard to fix. Uh, but I, I don't disagree with that. And what I also want to make clear, I've never been a fan of the damage clock uh, anyway. I, I, I Like, I, I see the point behind it, but I also think it actually makes more cautions because people just kind of tape stuff on the car just to get back out on track and then you end up with more debris cautions because stuff flies off but uh, that's my own personal opinion uh, but I'll, I'll say this about the car as well now unfortunately for me i didn't get to actually watch the test today i wanted to and i just never got around to it another doing another one again tomorrow uh maybe i'll try to watch that one but i'll say this and, and actually seth me and you were talking about this and uh, ryan i know you were here for it as well um before we we actually started this uh we were talking about the the uh, rack steering they're not our steering box anymore and, and i was talking about how dale you know dale jr on his podcast uh, a couple weeks ago was talking about i apologize for my dogs but i uh, was talking about you know how that didn't turn as much anymore as what it used to and it kind of made it a little bit harder to save the cars when they got sideways apparently they fixed that but something else he had brought up that i had forgotten about until you uh, you were talking seth was the other thing too Dale had kind of talked about this is kind of how it was back in the 90s uh, when they kind of when the tire wars were going on between Hoosier and, and Goodyear uh, in the late 80s was the, and uh, also when they went to radials. So or actually, that's where that was. But when they took them to radials, they kind of had a difference in how the cars felt used to. If you go back and look in the 80s when the cars were driving. Uh, they would basically drive the cars sideways uh, through the corners, and you still can kind of do that, but not to the same extent, because back then the tire walls on those on those tires, the by supply, were a lot more forgiving uh, to to what the car was doing. They flexed a lot more. When they went to the radials, the tires were a lot stiffer, uh, and the tire walls were a lot stiffer. They were a lot less forgiving, and it also took the drivers a lot longer, longer to kind of figure out and feel what the car was doing, and it made it hard for them to save the cars. They couldn't drive them as much you know, in terms of that, and I think that might be part of why you're seeing guys spin out as well as maybe we're on a new, completely new tire in terms of bigger tire, wider tire. Uh, that's you know We've been on 15-inch tires and rims forever in NASCAR. This is the first time we've been on an 18 inch tire. So when you look at that, I think again, that tire wall, I think is going to come into play again in terms of it's not as flexible. I think it's probably harder for guys to maybe feel what the cars are doing as well and, and catch it. In addition to, you know, I, I still wonder maybe if there, if there's still some things with the steering, I don't know. I know they, they said they fixed it. Um, but that, that was also a thought that kind of ran through my head as well was the tires actually, I think probably are going to play more into this than what people realize. Um, because they're wider and because the they're bigger, uh, and that does make a lot of a difference. Yeah, it does. And you know, to, talking about the steering, you know, I mean, we can, me and Seth can can kind of attest to even on iRacing, uh, which on iRacing, you know, they they don't have a lot of data on the next gen car, uh, just because there's not a lot of data in real life. I mean, you you know, you can't create a, a simulation race car if the real race car doesn't have a whole lot of data you know to start with but you know having that difference in steering having the uh, the bigger tires having you know the one lug nut it's just it's crazy how different they act uh versus the gen 6 cars and obviously there's some differences that these drivers are having to adjust to um you saw that today with with several of the elite drivers 
of the Cup Series, you know, losing their race cars, spinning out, crashing, uh, you know, with the three car. Um, so I think there's definitely a lot to be learned uh, from a driver standpoint, as well as crew chiefs, you know, car chiefs, engine builders, chassis builders. I mean, it's just a whole different show now. And, you know, it's cool to be a part of. It's cool to watch. It's cool to, to be able to kind of race along with them, you know, virtually on iRacing. Um, but I, I'm really interested to see what tomorrow brings, you know, now that they kind of built some data. You know, I know they went to Charlotte Roval and tested a little bit, but this is really the first true oval testing that they've done in these gen uh, next-gen cars. So it'll be interesting to see what tomorrow brings. I think what what that was exactly what I was about to bring up, Ryan. Tomorrow's going to be key because I think they're going to go back and look at the first day data, um, and the drivers are going to be confident. I know that th- that some new drivers are going to rotate in tomorrow. I know Chase Elliott and um, and um, it. The f- Chase Elliott's supposed to rotate in uh, tomorrow on the Hendrick Group. I know all three other Hendrick guys got their time in today. I know Chase is supposed to be at the track tomorrow. Um, and some other, I think some Stuart Haas guys are going to rotate in as well. But it's fairly the same amount of drivers. So they're all going to be comfortable. Um, but um, one thing to look out for, I, I know I read some things tonight um, that the drivers kind of and the crews kind of all got together. And they're not going to do a mock race, but they are going to do some mock runs and race trim with whatever race trim is now in these cars um, in a pack. So basically like our pit party. They're, they're going to try to go out at the same time, get a pack going, um, and kind of see. And that'll be the true test because, you know, the whole reason for all this package change and everything is for closer racing. Um, and so far, every time NASCAR tries to switch a package, they end up shooting themselves in the foot, in my opinion. Um, I know a lot of people in ARCs know how I feel about this. They left their best racing behind in 2014. Um, I know you have to evolutionize bodies and move with the times. I'm cool with the body change and all the change and, and making cars safer. Um, but I don't think you have to switch up the package at all or, or the horsepower or anything like that. Yeah, it sucks sometimes when a guy will drive away by 10 seconds. But, you know, that's the point of sports. You're supposed to try to find the 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 competitive advantage you're you're supposed to find um find 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 the the dominant guy um and you know us fans bitch and moan about it and this is partly all fault because you know what's nascar supposed to do when their fans are never happy um and you know we don't want to turn into f1 where the small market teams can't and the small market teams want to be closer too but you know, and you don't want to be like F1 where the big teams run it. But then again, F1 still fills the stands every weekend, you know, um, and, and NASCAR is not. So th- this is a huge, huge moment for NASCAR tomorrow. I think more than what people think, obviously, as the season progresses and more data gets into these race cars, um, then 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 that'll be really the full year under the belt will be will be the telling point for these race cars. But tomorrow is a huge moment in general for NASCAR, in my opinion, to see, you know, I mean, is this is this going to do what they're looking for? Is a guy going to be able to, you know, this these packages this year were supposed to 
we're supposed to help mile and a half racing. And, you know, some tracks like the Texas all-star race, no one really pulled away. Kansas speedway, you know, no one really got within a, a second or two of each other in both races. I was there in person. Um, but then you have tracks like Charlotte where Kyle Larson won the Coke 600 by 10 seconds. So, you know, the more NASCAR fiddles with these packages, um, the more they seem to hurt themselves. Um, but I think tomorrow is going to be bigger than what people think. You know, will someone hit on something? I don't know. Will it probably be super close, awesome racing? Yes. But if they have that, then who knows? Maybe they found something. But um, I, I think tomorrow is bigger than a lot of people, a lot of people think. I, I agree, Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll have to we'll keep an eye on tomorrow. We may talk a little more next week about this. Uh, we still will have a podcast next week. Um, it'll be kind of a Thanksgiving theme, so we'll try and have some. We'll have all of our friends on and uh, have a have a good podcast. That way, uh, we'll drop it uh, same time next week, Wednesday, uh, right around 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that way, you can listen to it if you're traveling. Uh, for Thanksgiving, or if you're just, you know, sitting around watching football or hanging out with the family, put the podcast on, listen, you know, and uh, should be should be a lot of fun. But uh, I think that'll do it for this section. Uh, Seth, K. Harvick fan, thank you all. Appreciate you all uh, giving y'all's two cents. Um, and maybe we'll talk a little more about this next week. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. All right, this is the part of the podcast. I mentioned it in Discord earlier today. Going to ask a question for all that are listening. Whoever listens to the podcast and DMs me through Discord, Facebook, whatever, first, I will personally Venmo them $15. So, a lot on the line trying to make sure that everybody listens to the podcast so putting a little money in here hopefully that'll let uh, get people to uh, tune in and listen to the other segments because you don't know where this segment will land but here is the question and I have three people so Davy Jones, K Harvick fan and Seth Dub are in here now so they are not eligible uh, to win the $15 because we will discuss the answer once we uh, are no longer recording. So this question is actually about myself. All right. Before I drove the Almighty 12 car, what number car did I drive? And I will give you a hint. I started in A squared in this number and also subbed in TNT the very first season also driving this number so once you hear the podcast you hear the question dm me let me know what number did el presidente drive before number 12 back again with my good buddy lurking tom gaming aka tom sears with trivia once again I'll give you the floor, buddy. Go ahead. Hey, how we doing? This is Arcs Trivia. 
the most organized and successful trivia game in the history of podcasting, broadcasting, television, you name it. This is episode two. So for our first question, and let me tell you, these are some challenging questions. I have researched thoroughly throughout the week. I have come back much more prepared, and I'm ready to lay down some trivia epicness. Okay, uh, Davey Jones, you'll be going first. Uh, how many years did the winged COT run for? Repeat the question again. How many years did the winged COT run for? Half a season. Eh. You're wrong as hell. It was not half a season. K. Harvick fan, without Googling the answer, how many Sorry. years? Okay, that's one question in a row. All right, without Googling. I'm back. Sorry. You got that one right. That was good. It was three years, 2007, 2010. Very nice, very nice. Uh, Seth is back. Very good. You might not even make it because we're going to ask K. Harvick fan question number two. And if he gets one right, he's a free beer at the company meeting. <laughs> okay. Who has won the most Southern 500s in a row? In a row. In a row. Five, four, three, two, one. It's uh. Five, four, three, two, one. Go. Walter. No, wrong. Eh. I didn't think Richard so. Petty. No, Aunt wrong, Seth. You get your turn skipped because I didn't ask you yet. So, Davey, you get the next question. What is? Oh, and that sets you back to. Zero. I didn't know we. I didn't know we were going by turns. Yeah. I thought we just. It's it okay. Like, okay. Sorry. It's okay. The rules are brutal. They don't make sense. And the rules are but, made up, and the points don't matter, so it's fine. Yeah, the arc. Sounds like who's All right, what is Kyle Bush's middle name? Davy Jones. Kyle Bush's middle name. What is Kyle uh, Bush's middle name? Eugene. I wish it was, but <clears throat> wrong. It's it's, <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> All right, Seth. Here's your question. We'll bring. We'll come back to you. What is Kyle Bush's middle name? You broke up there. What? Kyle Bush's middle name. What is it? Kyle Bush's middle name. Mm. I, I, I feel like it's a basic bitch one. Is it Tommy or Thomas? Oh, that that is correct and also disrespectful. No freaking way. <laughs> I am sad. <laughs> uh, it's also it's it's also Kurt Bush's middle name, and that is my first name. I hate you. That is one <laughs> question right. All right, so Seth again. I love oh, all man. the Thomases Actually, out there. I love all the Tommies and Thomases. It's just a basic man name. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, thank you. What team has the most winning Cup Series history? Oh, that's most wins in Cup Series history. Yes, it's got to be Richard Petty Motorsports, still, right? Technically, <clears throat> Petty Seth, Enterprises. Petty Seth Enterprises. Dub, Seth Dub Nine. Our local Hendrick Motorsports superfan is incorrect. It's actually Hendrick Motorsports with Wait. 280 cup wins. Come on. I thought we got opportunity to answer that. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. Dang it. You're right. Sorry. I just, you're right. I just wanted to get that. 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 All right. Uh, Son of a bitch. I can't believe I got that wrong. Yeah, I can't yeah, either. Not, I thought you were going to win. You messed that up. It's, yeah. Just like Terry Gabbard last week. Okay. On to our next question. K. Harvick fan. Who yes, raced the most races ever without a win? Oh. 
Oh, I heard this the other day watching a YouTube video. It's uh, Dave Marcus, is it not? That's not it. I think I know who it is. It was one of two people. Is it Kenny Wallace? Uh, oh, Ryan. I forgot you I forgot you were <laughs> participating. I, I'm here, yeah. No. I'm here. Okay, well, there we go. <laughs> Davy Jones. So did he end up winning a race or he has never won one? Who has raced the most races ever without a win? Does he has he does he now have a win? Who has raced the most races ever without a win? Um, I I don't know. That's I not know. the answer. Ryan Pinnell. Oh, I, sorry. I think Seth. Seth knows, yeah. Is it J.D. McDuffie? Yes, our Google champion. Seth has come <laughs> oh, my God. I heard this you on a Slapshoes video zero, like two days zero. ago. Seth, Seth is right. Zero for if, 653, 1963 to 1991, and he died at Watkins I, Glen. I did not Google it. If you go back and listen in the podcast, I gasped as soon as you knew the question because I just read it on the other day. Video. I listened okay. to it like two days ago. Okay, so I'll mad. give you credit. I do remember that gasp of astonishment. I do remember that. All right, so, Seth. Yes. Where is NASCAR headquarters? That's got to be Concord, North Carolina, isn't it? You're wrong. Ryan Pinnell, I'm gonna where say is NASCAR headquarters? I'm going to say Charlotte. Wrong, wrong. Oh, man. Can I, can I answer that one? No, I want it. Oh, you, oh, there's only one other option. That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, delete that question. No, I'm just kidding. David Jones, no. where is for it, NASCAR baby. headquarters? Daytona Beach, Florida, fellas. That is correct, sir. It's that still in Daytona Beach? Yep. I did not know that. They have wow. multiple offices, As obviously, but that is the headquarters. Okay. So, Davey. How many races did Juan Pablo Montoya win in NASCAR? Uh, three. Ooh. Davey Jones has won a free beer nice. at the next company party. Juan Pablo Montoya won two cup races and one Xfinity race, giving him three NASCAR wins. Davey Jones is the ARCS Trivia Winner of the Week. Woo! Yay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm Good sad. Job, Davey. Good job. <laughs> I still say he got a well, freebie. Another successful episode of Trivia. I definitely had more questions than three prepared for this episode. Unfortunately, our host, Ryan, I actually forgot was participating <laughs> in the questions um, until about the end. I'm sure he would have won. Tune in uh, next week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Tune in next week to see who will be the next ARCS Trivia Champion. We are here with our next guest and member of ARCS, K Harvick fan. How you doing tonight, buddy? Pretty good, man. I'm happy to be here. I like this stuff a lot, so uh, finally was was happy to go and listen to the, the first two, and uh, I'm happy to be here this week. Yeah, thanks for uh, joining for sure. I uh, just wanted to talk to you a little bit about, I know that you uh, um, you helped us out with calling uh, ARCS Xfinity and trucks, and uh, we, we greatly appreciate that. 
Um, but just talk about uh, kind of what you've been doing and what you have in the works. I know you've been, uh, you and Gavin have picked up the ENEA, uh, but just tell us a little bit about what you got going on and uh, kind of what your plan is. Well, I guess I'll start with this. Obviously, ignition isn't uh, isn't it's not a good condition right now. I don't think that's that's not a secret. Um, but so in terms of that stuff, obviously, I know a lot of leagues didn't want to move over there, um, and they they can't. But even if that fix broadcasting over there, it doesn't seem like it's going to be an option right now. There's not even anything remotely close to the ability to do that in the game. So. Uh, that was kind of when I realized that that's actually kind of that Gavin uh, and what I had seen y'all do over here kind of you know, was like, I reached out to you. I was like, hey, can I, y'all need help? Is there a spot? And that's when I got over here. So I enjoyed doing that. Of course, I've done, I, I started off with eSpark uh, what, last, early last year. And then I did uh, um, from there RHRL. Uh, RHRL stuff. That's kind of my main, my main home. And then I did you, I did uh, arcs. Uh, hopefully, I can find some more stuff to do with you guys. I don't have iRacing. We'll have to figure that out. Um, and then right now, the only thing I have planned is, like you said, I started ENEA and Gavin uh, picked up ENEA a couple weeks ago, and uh, I've had a lot of fun doing that so far. Those guys, those guys put on amazing racing over there, and. Uh, honestly, that's that's about the only thing I have planned. That it was a seventeen, I think now eighteen race season with the the week off being uh, taken out for an all star race. Um, I think that's probably the only thing I have planned at the moment. Um, in terms of of that, that should take me through February. I know we're still in talks on the RHRL admin side about what we're doing there. So RHRL may come back a, a little bit. Uh, in turn on heat. Uh, that's still up for uh, discussion right now. Uh, so if that's the case, I'm sure I'll be back doing that as well. And then, um, aside from that, actually this week, I, I I've had a team, and <laughs> this might sound kind of funny, but I've had a team. Uh, I it's called HFR. I've just kind of had it. I had it in my own league. Uh, back in 2018, 2019, and the early part of 2020. And, did that and then Gavin's league, uh, we kind I kind of took it over there. So uh, I've kept some stats on that, and I kind of want to expand it. When I was getting towards the end of heat, and I didn't know what was coming up next, I was like, at the time, I was like, you know, maybe it's time I start trying to grow this a little bit. So I, I got it on social media a few days ago, and I'm working on trying to expand it outside of my own league and not out of Gavin's league. I'm working on a couple of things with that right now. Um, still trying to get see what we can do there, and, and hopefully to get in some other stuff too uh, over the coming weeks and months. So uh, that that's kind of what I've been up to, and, and what I plan on doing uh, here in the future. Hopefully, some other gigs come up and opportunities for commentary. But uh, aside from that, that's what I've been doing. That and doing a little bit of racing that I'm not very good at in uh, Gavin's Super Speedway series. Yeah, you mentioned uh, you know NASCAR 21 ignition and. Uh, we we kind of are on the same page as just about every league out there right now that has been a part of Heat 5. You know, we're kind of all just in limbo waiting uh, to see if, uh, you know, the private lobby situation uh, ever gets fixed or if we can, you know, have a uh, stream mode or spectator mode where we can have streamers. Um, but if we ever do have that... Um, you know, might take till next year when NASCAR 22 <laughs> drops, but 
if we ever have that uh arcs definitely still has plans to have a uh, console side of racing uh, so hopefully you would uh, be able to come and help us out with that uh, if that does ever come to fruition but uh, still kind of like all the rest of the leagues kind of just hanging on and waiting right now yeah it's it's up for it really is I, the game has so much leading up to it potential and, and things and now say this about the game this might be a hot, hot take but the the bad part is the physics core physics are there. That was something that I feel like they actually did get right for the current the current packages. The problem is there's so many things wrong with. I know for me, I'm a controller racer. Like the vibration and stuff like that, that really does matter a lot. Uh, I kind of get messed with a little bit when I complain about it. But it is. I mean, you you rely on that a lot. Cause it's basically a lot to tell what your car's doing, other than just seeing it visually. Because visually, you can't always catch it. When it gets loose or tight or whatever, stuff like that. Uh, of course, just the numerous number of glitches and, and online needs a lot of work. Still, there's no private lobbies, things like that. But I will say, if they if they can work on some stuff, the game has a, a, a core is there. I think I feel like it is, and it's. I think if and when they get online fixed and when they get all those glitches and things patched up, I I think. At some point, you're going to have some really good racing on the game. So I definitely, uh, hopefully, whenever all that uh, gets fixed and y'all can, can get on there and we get the ability to commentate things, uh, definitely y'all have been awesome to me um, and so many other people. So I, I've loved doing every minute of, of all this stuff for y'all, and I, I definitely want to keep doing it. Yeah, well, we, like I mentioned before, <clears throat> we will definitely... Uh, have a console side of things uh, if you know the the game improves or you know and it may even take a, a brand new game of NASCAR 22 uh, but we still do have a lot of people in in arcs just like other leagues you know that uh, they just don't have the opportunity uh, to get iRacing um, you know you mentioned eSpark uh, I'm actually running a practice race uh, for them tonight over on iRacing uh, American Ethanol with uh, Michael York uh, is, is on iRacing now. SXRL is starting on iRacing. Arx has been on iRacing. I mean, so you have so many, so many leagues. Uh, PSES, you know, I could just go on and on. All these leagues uh, have pretty much made the transfer over uh, from console to iRacing. So I got to ask you, do you have plans to try and save up and get iRacing? I, I don't think so. I, and actually, this was a conversation I had with SK. Uh, probably after Talladega for uh, when TNT wrapped up. Not Talladega. Um, or was it whatever though? I don't remember now. I feel, oh, Auto Club. I think I had had this conversation with SK possibly after Auto Club when uh when TNT wrapped up. Uh, like so, and this is gonna be interesting. I have like vision issues to where. It's hard for me to see sometimes, That's, uh, I, and I don't like leaning on this, but it is it is also uh, partially the truth. Like, I suck at driving, <laughs> and I, that's probably part of it, because it's hard for me to see some, some stuff, uh, and it kind of, it's to the point where I have to stand so close to my TV, again, this is something y'all could probably question me about for hours, um, but the I had to stand so close to my TV that, like, me getting all that stuff for, for iRacing 
for a PC and, and the wheel and all that, I wouldn't even be able to use a wheel. I can't use it on, on here, so I know I wouldn't be able to use it on there. Just It would put me too far back and from from what I need to see. And even I think I probably have a hard enough time trying to see stuff on there. I just, I don't, unfortunately, I don't think it would be worth it for me to, to buy it uh, right now. I don't have the funding at the moment, and, and I don't know that it would be worth it. I would If I – if my – situation with my site was better i would love to get it because i think i'd enjoy it a lot but i just i can't it, i don't think it'd be worth it and it sucks so as of right now no yeah it's in iRacing definitely not uh not a sim uh that you want to play on controller just ask rick james it's it's uh it, it doesn't go well <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no. man well well i appreciate you coming on and uh you know appreciate everything that you've done for arcs uh we're you know, we're. I think you probably can find out pretty quick. We're just a big family. We love to help each other out and and have fun. So we appreciate you coming on tonight, and uh, you can stick around. Maybe we'll uh, get you in on some of the other uh, sections of the podcast. Indeed, I'm definitely interested in that trivia section. Oh yeah, Tom. Lurkins, Lurkins, ready. Um, but we will move on to the next section. Again, appreciate you coming out. Indeed. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you all for having me on here. Back with our next section, one of my favorites. It is the joke of the week by Kenzie. Kenzie, how you doing tonight? I know you're feeling a little under the weather, so we'll try and get your joke out of the way so you can go get some rest. But other than that, how you doing? I'm good. I'm always happy, you know me. <laughs> how <Yeah>. are you? <laughs> I'm hanging in there. So I will give you the floor. And you can uh, present us with the joke and try and make us laugh. All right. So uh, today on my lunch break, I got gas for $1.39. But unfortunately, it was from Taco Bell. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's a good one. That's that's pretty good. I really did have Taco Bell today, too. (laughs) I I know. I've. I can vouch for that. She did have Taco Bell. I don't know if you it was that Diablo sauce. Yeah, I don't know if it was a dollar thirty-nine. That might be a stretch, but I guess one of their No, burritos. yeah, I'm not a value menu kind of person. I, I kind of spent like sixteen dollars. So. Hey, that's it's all it's all good. Taco Bell is delicious. Yeah, you have to spend sixteen dollars at least. How can you not? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the joke of the week. We will talk to you next week, and I hope you get to feeling better. Thanks, Ryan. Have a good night. All right. See ya.
Thank you.